3: Yes. For the first place of talk radio! See all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio? What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh.
4: Nobody does it better. Is, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre war. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. How about when they asked these two never Trumpers, uh, what exactly uh, do you think you impeach him for? And they stood there and went like,
3: what? is Ed McMahon. And now he is Armstrong and Getty. getty, getty.
0: live from Studio C. Oh, C, senor. A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowel of The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound in a special Friday version. And at a historic moment, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Masha Yovanovich. Who the heck is that? Which is not a bad name for a band in the tradition of Leonard Skinner and uh, Marshall Tucker band, just using a name. Hmm. Uh, She's the uh, former ambassador to Ukraine. Or do you say the Ukraine? Or do you say a Ukraine? She's the former ambassador. More (laughs) from a Ukraine. Uh... Uh, More hearings today, as usual, we'll bring you highlights if there are any. We're not expecting a lot. In fact, we've got a little note about ratings for the first go-around coming up. Give you an idea how many people in the country are or aren't watching this. Currently, uh, Lionel Hutz is doing his thing and uh, talking a little bit. Oh, shit. One of your lawyers. Uh, One of your lawyers. One of your congressional lawyers. So, More on that later. I had something I really wanted to get to right away, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, Today's kind of... hearing may be interesting, but it, it it's going to end up having nothing to do with impeaching the president. I don't think. That had something impact. Oh yeah, geez, I wanted to tease this. We have one of the most interesting things I've heard about the, about the twenty twenty race. No, no, the most interesting thing I've heard about the twenty twenty race. Coming no, up, no, no. The most interesting thing anybody's heard about the 2020 race. I would agree with that statement. I think it's true. true, honestly. Yeah, we we talked to Mark Halperin yesterday. I don't know if you remember him. He was a really big deal. Him and Heilman uh, working together. They were a team, and they wrote Game Change, and then they had a Showtime show called The Circus, and wrote a couple of different books, and, they, and, and, and great p- political analysis. But anyway, he's got a new book out where he talked to 50 different strategists from both parties, the best people in the whole country on running presidential campaigns, about what they thought was was going to happen and and what it would take to beat Donald Trump and what he says about and uh, in, in in the and the highlight of it being is the people that are in the lead have no chance of winning according to almost all strategists. Right on the Democratic side, the level which is just of incredible fear and loathing and panic going on right now. He calls the most important unreported story uh, in, the, in the country right now. Yeah, I don't mind giving it away, and he'll lay it out in more detail. But he says, all of your heavyweights, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, all the most important people the Democratic Party think that Elizabeth, Bernie, and Buttigieg can't win and that Biden can't get the nomination mm-hmm. that's what they think the race is well other than that things are going well that is astounding yeah it's it's a really good interview it's a long form armstrong and getty xl podcast but we have some highlights for you yeah that that's just it's just a mind blowing i mean then it, if if that's the case if that's what they believe they got to be in full panic mode no wonder there's a bloomberg and a hillary's talking about it and I heard Deval Patrick this morning doing an interview. He's an impressive guy. Really? I wouldn't I wouldn't let yeah, him out I, of the room. I don't know anything about him. I, you yeah, know. I got a pretty decent recap for you if you're in the mood for it. We'll get to that eventually. I would I mean, imagine we're going to have he, weeks and weeks for him to either prove right. that he's a factor or not. If, if he gets to 5%, I'll read a paragraph about him sometime. Fair enough. I guess, you know. Well, <laughs> they, they need somebody, man. A point, our point about this is always, you know, you, you can get caught up on this stuff. In like 45 minutes, if you really wanted to go deep, you could get caught up on all this in 45 minutes. So you don't need to check in in January two
3: years before an election.
0: (laughs) Just to be up on it. Yeah. No, you seriously could ignore it for a very long time. Um, But the sport of it is kind of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And as we just said, it is wide open according to all the smartest people in the world who could all be wrong because all precedent has gone out the window. Um, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll get to the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
5: I'm both happy and in pain. Uh, Yesterday was one of the greatest evenings of my life as far as I was out cake tasting. Cake testing. Wow. Oh, that that's funny. just great. One of the
0: great evenings of your life was yeah. tasting lots of cake. There's nothing <laughs>
5: wrong with that. Yeah, a very nice woman who helped us. Her name was Esther, which was just great. So I said, hey, Esther. Hey, hey, Esther. awesome. <laughs> I got to play this. <laughs> I said, hey, Esther. Yeah, yeah good shot. Dear. So it's, we started off with a bang, and then the cakes were great. I decided on a, a nice strawberry type cake, and there was oh. another chocolate cake. So we'll have a little
0: variety. Oh, and, uh, nice. How many kinds of cake do you think you tasted? Oh, we tasted about eight or nine. That's a lot of cake? Yeah. That was nice. And you didn't spit it into a napkin or something? No. You went ahead and swallowed it? I couldn't no. have told you there were eight or nine cakes I to, don't think to try. I don't think Especially I could name them on the My
5: fiancé didn't really want any, so I ended up eating both of them. You know, there was, it was a plate full of different types of cake, and then there was another plate, and so I ate both of them, which I thought was great at the time. Well, you ordered your morning, tuxedo and big, and you got to grow into it. Yeah. Right. And then we stopped and had Mexican food, so we had Mexican food, and oh, I boy. had two plates of cake, and so you can imagine how I'm feeling <laughs> this morning.
0: So... Fantastic. Well, as Jerry Seinfeld says about getting married, the race is over. Take off the uniform. You don't need to worry about uh, gaining weight anymore. It's over. Yeah, I'm
5: like a child.
0: <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
3: Doing very well. Actually, a uh, a movie showing out in your local Cinemaplex this weekend uh, for the first time that I'm actually looking forward to seeing. Uh, a couple, couple not so much. There's another Charlie's Angels movie for some reason. Uh, movie with uh Ian McKellen, Helen Mirren called "The Good Liar." I don't know about that, but uh, Ford versus Ferrari. This yes, is the the true story good. of uh, American car designer Carol Shelby, who developed the the Shelby Mustang in order to compete in the 24-hour uh, Le Mans race in France. It was a uh, it was a a big deal at the time. Uh, it's got Matt Damon. And uh, who's the other guy? Christian Bale, fantastic actor. Uh, looking forward to seeing this one. This is the first movie that will actually get me into the theater in quite some time. The reviews for it are really good. They
0: say it is a, a classic-type cinema with 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 a drama and excitement and all that sort of stuff, um, like uh, movies used to be all about. And I'd also a good look at, like, the Ford Corporation and early America and stuff, which uh, sounds pretty interesting to me. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
4: Well, I just want to let it be known, I am not answering any impassioned texts from friends about how they have interpreted each day's historic events. Mm. I am sorry. I still love you all, but I am not joining in your commiserations. Oh, about the hearings and stuff? Oh, the hearings. Oh. we got the Iowa caucus 80 days from now. Next Wednesday, the Democratic debate. I mean, all this stuff piling up, and every day I will get a whole rasher of of texts, and then I get follow-up texts, why haven't you gotten back to me? <laughs> all you know, right. That's, like, that's
0: the modern world of yeah. communication that's hard to get away from.
4: So anyway, I just want to go public with this. I'm not getting back to you on any of them.
0: I'm looking at, and now that I've heard from Mark Halperin, who is quoting all the heavyweights in the Democratic Party, in both parties really, but in the Democratic Party, now that I have that information in my head, I look at this race completely different. I'll look mm-hmm. at the debate differently. Watch the debate, knowing that Bill Clinton... And, and Barack Obama and Nancy Pelosi are watching the debate thinking none of these people can win.
4: <clears throat> Which is just incredible.
0: It is. <clears throat> it is. It's honestly, it's the way it seemed to me for a while. And they're in trouble. They're in terrible trouble. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe. And, and might be, <clears throat> not might be, explains why they're going so hard with this impeachment thing. That's the best shot. Is to run against a Mike Pence and not a Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on it's Friday, November fifteenth, the year twenty nineteen. We're Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right then. Begin officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark.
2: The ratings are in from yesterday's televised impeachment hearings, all total more than thirteen million viewers tuned in. Huge ratings, massive ratings which is great, because this is something else for Trump to brag about. (laughs) To put that in perspective, 13 million viewers is also how many people watch the Game of Thrones finale. And just like Game of Thrones, impeachment will also end with everyone being incredibly disappointed. (laughs) So,
0: my take on it is this. As As I said yesterday, I think there might be some hearing fatigue in it the the certain amount of people out there think you know you, you, I've seen this before. Don't we do this like once a month? Uh, 20 million people watched the Kavanaugh hearing, then 19 million people watched the James Comey hearing, then 13 million people watched this hearing. Mm. Uh, and that was day one, and they got every single day of this. 13 will be the high number by far, unless Bolton, perhaps. And I don't even know if that would happen. Well, God, they're I, trying to sell the uh, Sondland next week as being a big one. I bet if you, if you get half that, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, well, today's will be uh, little viewed. I can promise you. When you got hundred million some people that are going to vote in a presidential election, thirteen million people tuning into the impeachment, I I don't see that as a big number. But no, there's a, the echo chamber though, and the uh, highlights on the news and that sort of thing. More people will see that and and probably I was going to say form an opinion based on that, but virtually everybody already has their opinion and won't be changing it.
4: What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, as you've been uh, talking about uh, round two of the impeachment inquiry, one witness today, former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. The Hong Kong protesters really pushing the buttons now. They have a new round of demands. And scientists have discovered fluffy dinosaurs used to live on Earth. Oh, I want to hear about
0: that. Huge oh, fluffy c- dinosaurs. Cuddly dinosaurs. Yes. They got to clone those. Then they'll
3: spit acid in your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my face.
0: What's mailbag about today? Oh, it's it's good stuff. Uh, it's well, let's uh, highlight eh, strong opinions, Jack. Strong, strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wow. And clips of the week next. Yeah. Clips of the week next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Strong and Getty Show. Somebody hit another guy in the head with their helmet on Thursday Night Football. It's become a big story. More on that later. Uh, Somebody did what?
3: Hit themselves in the head with their helmet. Took their helmet off and hit another guy. Oh, gee, man. He can't be Mm -hmm. doing that. To be accurate, he took the other guy's helmet off and hit him with it. Gotcha. Really? Yeah. Well, that's even crazier. (laughs) We can't have that. (laughs) Or we can. I
0: don't know. Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week.
1: He conferred upon the unknown soldier the Medal of Honor and the Distinguished Service Cross.
3: Uh, Did he have a culpable state of mind? The rioters, because they have resorted to violence, I can assure you that more violence will follow.
4: And figuring out when politicians are full of shit is the responsibility of the voters and no one else.
5: The turkeys are taking over. It's like an infestation.
0: Also a shipwreck
4: filled with liquor, your Aunt Carol on Thanksgiving.
2: I will certainly tell you, I'm under enormous pressure from many, many, many people to think about it.
5: Sesame Street celebrated its 50th birthday today. It was a very fun episode. I might not have shown Grover's prostate exam, but (laughs) the truth is whether it's anonymous, Nikki Haley or John Bolton beneath it all, these books
0: are all trying to do the same thing. profits off the chaos. But I think Nancy Pelosi is a master of political warfare that this is a carefully orchestrated media smear campaign.
4: We got six people having four conversations in one sentence.
0: Quote, said the quote to us was, we need a blockbuster. They're saying we want a blockbuster opening
5: hearing. Did they, get it? they saw Bill Taylor was their best witness, and no, they didn't. <laughs>
0: They wanted a blockbuster opening hearing, and no, they didn't get it. And uh, I like Bill Maher's thing there. It's up to the voters and only the voters to just, uh, to call BS on politicians, not Facebook, not Twitter, not whoever else. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. Every time they try to referee, they do it terribly. Mailbag. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day from Richard M. Nixon in honor of the hearings. They're not impeachment hearings, they're just hearings. We are not spending the federal government's money, we are spending the taxpayer's money. And it must be spent in a way which guarantees its money's worth and yields the fullest possible benefit to the people being helped. On that topic, the Fed chairman yesterday with a dire warning about our debt. Hit you with some of those highlights coming up later. Nobody cares. Mm. Could be the most important thing in the country, but Boring. nobody cares. Boring. Stupid. Boring. Kevin writes, his topic is best show ever. Well, oh, oh, Kevin, feel free to write on a daily basis. He uh, accidentally discovered the show in the summer of 2016. He was just waking up to the, uh, the Monday morning introduction of uh, the 2001 Space Odyssey theme. Also, Sprach Zarasustra, and thought um, his radio had been hijacked by Comedy Aliens. Possible band name, Joe, he writes. Comedy Aliens is not a bad name for a band. Uh, But the majority of the listeners, I greatly appreciate the blend of noteworthy information and commentary laced with great jokes and sarcasm. Laced with sarcasm? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I prefer to
3: think of it as woven, but that's fine. There you go.
0: Uh, One of the uh, more memorable shows for me aired the morning following the Academy Awards debacle of 2017. After I witnessed the grand mistake that night, I immediately became filled with anticipation to hear your reaction the next morning. (laughs) I was not disappointed. It was so great. I replay it every now and again for a laugh. That was the infamous uh, The the Wrong Movie announcement, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, By people old enough to run for president trying (laughs) to decide who (laughs) the winner was. I think... uh, Oh, What's Warren Beatty's still a little young to be running as a Democrat? Uh, so thank you very note, uh, very very note for the nice Kevin. Um, and muchly must to that we will be dedicated. I'll pass it on to Jack so he can read it in his entirety. Let's see, frequent uh, correspondent Randy in San Jose, who is one of the more patient human beings on earth, listening to the show because his politics run. Uh, Well, they don't run in the same streams as mine, I'll tell you that. Uh, I agree with you. The impeachment hearings could have ended after the first day. I've heard enough. Trump should be impeached and removed from office. None of the Republicans are saying what is reported to have happened did not happen, and I believe it is impeachable. Trump has put his own interests ahead of those of the U.S. and another country that we are trying to support. The Republicans impeach Clinton for what I consider a lesser wrong. So, yeah, impeach and remove. That's a perfectly reasonable point of view. And I think you have all the information you're going to get after day one. And, mm-hmm. yes, they should get to the voting. Randy mentions that he voted for Trump, but is enough, uh, enough oh, really? is enough. That's the first person I've come yeah. across, by the way. That's the only person I know of. Yeah. Anyway, that was actually switched. Uh, always appreciate hearing from you, Randy. Um, you know, your sarcasm is a bit uh, bitter at times, but that's okay. So is mine. Uh, oh, we're about out of town? That's too bad. Uh, Yeah, we'll just get to some of the stuff a little bit later on. On Marshall's News on the way, and we need to bring you up to speed on uh, a whole bunch of different stuff. And any highlights from the hearings going on today, we'll have them.
4: Armstrong and Getty. Mm -hmm.
0: Hearings are off and running. Let's dip in, shall we? Uh, The President Trump had with President Zelensky. This gets good fast. And with that, I yield back the balance of my time. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry.
2: Um, uh, The gentleman is not recognized. I do want to comment. Uh, and Mr. I Mr. Allow- chairman,
4: I have a point of order under H.R.E.S. 660.
2: The gentleman will state her point of order. Uh,
4: the point of order is, will the
0: chairman continue to prohibit witnesses from answering Republican questions as you've done in closed hearings
2: and as you the did this week when you proper, interrupted our questions? That is not a proper point of order. The gentleman will, sus- will suspend. The, do- the uh, gentleman is not recognized. Chairman, I have a point of order. The gentleman is not recognized. I have a point of order, though. The gentleman not recognized. I, order, the not recognized. <laughs> yes. I do want to respond <laughs> I allowed the I have ranking a point member, point of to- order. I- Jama is not recognized. There are four transcripts oh, that have not been released. Is not recognized. The ranking now. member was allowed to exceed the opening statement, and I was happy to allow him to do so. I do want to respond to the call record.
0: Does anybody know what happens if you continue to? Uh, <sighs> can he kick you out if you go too far? If I you, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, he got mad and like hit Point the gavel really hard. I mean, Sergeant Marty, at Arms. Sergeant at Arms. Or do get held in contempt? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah the, yeah. the gamble, Jack, is significant in that uh, I'm sure you've seen this at amusement parks and state fairs where you pound a big hammer down and <laughs> try to get the uh, target to go up. If he actually gets so angry he pounds it and it hits the bell, then that person is ejected. <laughs> that is how the Founding Fathers designed the system. I read a. Uh, I started to read a long article about how disrespectful it is that Jim Jordan does not wear a suit jacket for these proceedings. <laughs> <laughs> that is the disrespectful part. I'm guessing his situation. His situation is he's built like a lot of wrestlers are, in which his shoulders and arms do not fit well into suit jackets unless he special special makes them. and be part uncomfortable. I'm, I'm in here for six hours. It's yeah. his thing. It's just, it's just a gimmick. So does that go on for some time? I have no idea. I have not told it at, at one point, uh, Jim Jordan said, and I quote, Holy cow! <laughs> so, strong <laughs> language in the hearing room. Holy cow. Because he wouldn't get recognized. Uh, Let it roll for another H-C second. Just, C-bombs wanna, being dropped. I want to see how this <laughs> ends.
2: Well, the president has released the call record. I would now ask the President to release the thousands of other records that he has instructed the State Department not to release. Oh, it's over. Including Ambassador Taylor's More notes. More including big Ambassador big Taylor's cable.
0: If somebody didn't drop in indeed drop an H C, we'll bring it we'll bring it to Right, through. right. I have that on good authority. Um let's get to the <laughs> now. HC bomb.
4: Wow. <laughs> Get to the news with Marcia Phillips. <laughs> they were making passing reference there to the fact that President Trump released the summary transcript of an April congratulatory call that he made to the Ukrainian President-elect Zelensky. The memo recaps the very short call. Trump says congratulations. There's no mention of Biden or corruption. But Trump does note that he once hosted the Miss Universe contest in Ukraine. That's, that's good knowledge there. Those are the highlights from that. Meanwhile, the uh, hearings are going on right now. U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, uh, Marie uh, Yovanovitch, testifying in the second day of the public impeachment hearings. She is the career diplomat who Adam Schiff says was targeted in a smear campaign to discredit her, led by President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Now, long and short,
0: Republicans are going to say the president gets to fire an ambassador for any reason, which is true. Mm-hmm. Democrats are going to claim, yeah, but firing her to uh, 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 to hide... A Crime is not okay. That's going to be the argument. Right. This is going to serve, I think, as an impeachment of Rudy Giuliani, the hearing today. The woman was not treated well. She was probably treated shabbily. Um, Again, Trump's sin is is trusting Rudy Giuliani, I think. But, yeah, he was ooching around in Ukraine and and spreading rumors and the rest of it. It's not a good look, but in terms of being removed from office, no, not even close.
4: Meanwhile, while the hearings are unfolding, President Trump at his rally last night in Louisiana blasted the Democrats' impeachment move. Democrats are trying to overthrow the last election because they know they're not going to win the next election. That's all it is. On another note, the officials are saying... There's some serious truth to that,
0: yep. uh, based on our conversation with Mark Halpern yesterday, which we're going to play some of a little bit later in the program. Oh, you know, one more aspect of the hearing I want to talk about, because we're not going to be talking about it much, uh, is that the Democrats are trying really hard, and I told you going into this that this is mostly, this whole process, is mostly just trying to weaken Trump and dirty him going right. into the campaign, because everybody knows what the result is going to be. the the Senate is, there's no way the Senate is going to toss the guy based on anything that's come out so far. And what's come out so far is everything they have. Anyway, uh, so on the topic of dirtying the president, they're trying to build a narrative today that this is about the administration treating a woman shabbily. This is a, a bad, misogynistic, hateful treatment of a woman because she's a woman. The Washington Post is even straining uh, uh, to... To echo that narrative. That's hilarious. That. You yeah, think if it was a dude, they wouldn't have done the same thing? Right. Right. Given what they were up to? But again, they're, they're
4: here to weaken the president, so they're going to run that one up the flagpole again. A new study says there used to be fluffy dinosaurs on the South Pole. The study published this week says a team of uh, scientists examined a collection of fossils found in southern Australia, which included proto-feathers from meat-eating dinosaurs. The researchers were saying that the hair-like feathers belonged to the uh, dinos who lived at the South Pole 100 million years ago and that the feathers may have been used for insulation in the cold weather. So there you go. We had fluffy dinosaurs at one point on Earth. And heavy suspensions and fines are expected to come after an on-field fight between Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett and Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph. At one point, Garrett pulled Rudolph's helmet off Swung it at him, hitting Rudolph in the head. Oh, oh gosh! Man. Oh man! Oh
3: beyond words, oh, Joe. Gosh, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field.
0: Well, there was a, there was a head to head blow earlier in the the game too. I just happened to see a couple of minutes of it that I thought was surely going to be a suspension or or ejection
3: or something like that. So things got nasty. Yep. Yeah. I could see the 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 helmet swinger. I, I'd be surprised if he played another snap this season. I think they... Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah you got to make that yeah.
0: a, a, like, death penalty sort of thing. Yeah. You just can't allow that.
3: There or, you go. You,
0: if you give any hint that this is a possibility, right. this is an option in a fight, that's no good.
4: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I always wondered
0: that as a little kid, and clear on through adult though, when football players get in fights and start punching each other in the helmet, it just seems uh, they've lost their minds, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> they've lost their s, as the kids yeah, say, Because sense of reason. <laughs> all you're going to do is bloody your knuckles, sir. Right? You'll barely notice. <laughs> um, and, uh, so we got much more to come. Apparently, Trump was going after the size of Sh- of Schiff's neck at the uh, uh, rally last night. Which <laughs> just, I, I, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that turns out the boat, Jack, as we know.
4: <laughs> Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, there's more of that on the way. And then uh, a little bit later, if you can stick around, um, we talked to Mark Halpern about a bunch of different things, running against Trump, the current uh, Democratic field, and there's some really news-making, interesting stuff there from a great analyst. Uh, I hope you can stick around. Oh, yeah, it's and it's not what others have been blathering at you about. It's it's great. It's unique. It's Insightful. I'm, I'm glad he's back. He had some Me Too problems. Um, he's trying to work his way back into his gig. And, any gig. And from USA Today, we'll get to this eventually. How many emojis are too many emojis? Actual <laughs> column in USA Today. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs>
4: 50 shirt. Ooh. he's got the little, little 10 inch neck <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> what size shirts do you need out of him? I wear a size 9 9 <laughs> he will not make the LSU football team that I can tell you wow. Wow. <laughs> and the neck is gone now, he's a bad guy. He's a dishonest guy. That is just something. Wow. <laughs> something. That's you're so being, odd. You're being impeached.
0: And your uh, line at the rally is going after the guy's physical size.
4: Uh, which, you know. <laughs> Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen.
0: He does have a little neck. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Uh, if you could take off your shirt and read the tag, I'm thinking it's about a 12 and a half. Well, what about his Popeye's? He's got, he's, got, he's got the realtor eyes. Yeah, he got them. And so uh, next hour, assuming you get next hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, we'll play a little of our conversation with Mark Halperin, who's written a book, How to Beat Trump, and uh, he's interviewed a whole bunch of strategists from both parties. The bulk of them say Trump is likely to win. That's right. the most likely result, right. and he would be hard to beat. And one of the reasons is what you just heard. He's so unconventional. He does that sort of thing. How do you respond? Do you ignore it? Well, Hillary tried that. Do you engage in it? Well, you're probably not as good at it. Well, and I was shocked when Lonnie Chen, our friend, told us that he was advising Marco Rubio, and when Marco went back after Trump. Which he they, was good at it. I thought he was really good oh, at it. Oh, he cracked me up. You're, you're not... going to make America great again? He's going to make America orange again. I busted a gut. But his poll numbers dropped. His supporters didn't like that. Yeah. So then I said, how do you handle it? Right. God dang it. My neck is perfectly sized for, for my body frame. <laughs> are you going to do that? Yeah, it's just so strange. Yeah, it really is. I tweeted this out. Or Any highlights from the hearings we will have for you if anything exciting happens? The ambassador, former ambassador to Ukraine is talking now, and if anything exciting happens, we'll tell you about it. Uh, did you see me tweet out this guy who invented a robot that feeds you tomatoes while you jog? Did you watch the video? Uh, I'm certain I would have remembered that (laughs) if you had.
3: You did see it? Yes. Uh, Most people's reaction was the same. Was was this a need? (laughs) They immediately started Googling the price of it, because that's what I did.
0: Well, you know, Steve Jobs famously wasn't responding to what people wanted. He was inventing what people wanted before they knew they wanted it. Right. And this, I think, is a great example of that, because I sure as hell had no idea I wanted that. Yeah, my tweet was, I'm still not exercising. But um, <laughs> tomatoes in particular. This robot feeds you tomatoes while you run. It's pretty
3: funny. It kind of sits on your shoulders and reaches over and puts so you, tomatoes in your mouth. So yeah, you've seen Star Wars, right? So it sits on sure. your back, kind of like Yoda did in, in yes. the Dagobah swamp. Yes. And then with its robot arms, it reaches into its backpack and then swings them down over your head. So its robot arms are on each side and puts it right in front of I, your mouth. I, I gotta st- stop you there. Again, my
0: my questions aren't so much about the technology. Oh. As about the desirability of having tomatoes fed to me. As a guy who's done a lot of running in my life, but, uh, I've I've never reached that point where I thought, you know what I need right now? A nice heirloom.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a fresh tomato would really hit the spot. Damned if I wouldn't love a tomato right now. <laughs> I could see where it'd be a good running snack. Right? It's got some carbs, it's wet. Got yeah. your 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 fluid A little hydration. Exactly. Better than eating candy bars. So, um how many emojis are two emojis according too many emojis according to the USA Today? And uh where do emojis come from? Actually pretty interesting article. I didn't know anybody can from out of my phone. Anybody can propose an emoji. If you come up with an idea, you're oh. as likely as anybody else to get your emoji going. Oh, that's and nice. uh, you send it off to people and there's there's some pretty strict guidelines and standards which are getting more strict all the time for what they will accept. Can't be um you know, politically incorrect on a, on a hundred different levels. It can't be obscene. I'm it, using it, sexual and nature. It measure. can't be something that you've overlooked where they would say, Nah, see, see, the kids will do this with your emoji. Oh, yeah. They'll pair it with this, and then all the, of a sudden you peach, got. The peach, of course, the classic. What it, the, it looks like a butt. The peach looks like a butt. I don't use emojis because I'm a grown up, but uh, I hear that. It, I hear that it, some he of the emojis has no are bad. The for joy, folks. That's sad. Um, but the question has been asked The tomato of joy has not reached his lips. How many emojis? He's a robot. How many emojis are there currently? 103. 3178. Wow. Um, that's plenty. According to the Emojipedia, which is the website that keeps track of them, um, uh, many emoji are simply part of a set with flags, for instance. You know, there's a heck of a lot of flags, every flag that exists pretty much on earth you got there. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of emojis. Yeah. How often does anybody use any of those? I'll bet there are flags in the and it's like a fifth of the your options on an iPhone. Yeah. I'll bet there are flags nobody's ever used. Oh, of course. um man, I was at the Apple store yesterday I was at the mall. I'm never at the mall and my, my son wanted to go to the Lego store. He was in the mood where he could wear clothes and go out and about, and we went on a little trip oh, yeah. and had so much freaking fun yesterday. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was great that he was. We went, we went to the mall, went to the Lego store, uh, uh, went into the arcade, played some video games, did one of those photo booth things. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. just. Yeah. It, it might be the best afternoon we've ever had together. Oh, that's great. Um, but I, I dipped into the Apple store briefly and checked out the new iPhone 11, and God, that's amazing. Really gave me the iPhone loss. So I'll have my wife bring hers in if you'd like to see. Oh, that's it. right. <laughs> I bought an old one to save money. She went ahead with the state of the art. Good for her, I say. <laughs> the camera on that thing is incredible, though. Like yeah. I took some pictures of my son, and the the qualities just well, it's like a really really nice camera now. Um, it's, oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I, I was I felt so bad. I we were on a, a kayaking trip. And I was really trying to take some beautiful pictures because we kind of, we, we put them on the wall, our various river trips, and uh, so we trying super hard, and then I thought, I ought to put one on social media. I break out my phone, I take a quickie. That was the best, the best of them. And I've got a nice camera, I'm decent at taking pictures. I, was, I felt bad about that. I don't know why. But I'm never I'm never at the mall, and I used to go to the mall a lot more when I was younger and childless and, you know, killing time. If I if I needed something going and spending two hours at the mall is no big deal. Now it's an impossibility to ever go to the mall, so I never but I forget the mall crowd. There's just a different sort of person that goes to the mall mall, particularly women. Really well dressed, lots of accessories, many bags that I'm sure they're there all the time. Just mm-hmm. it's just part of your lifestyle. It's some people's lifestyle is to regularly go to the mall and buy lots of stuff. Sure. It's and then there's a big chunk of people that I assume the majority of people that don't hardly ever go to the mall. Um, but yeah, that's an expensive lifestyle. Oh, sure, it walking is. around with, yeah. new, with new bags full of stuff all the time. Did you lecture them about uh, income inequality? Did you press a Bernie flyer into their hands in the Lego store? Legos are getting more and more expensive all the time. I'll bet they had twenty different Lego sets that cost over a hundred dollars, and um, and that's a child's toy, right? And probably ten that cost more than two hundred. And then a handful that are in the 300 to $700 range. Great. Lego Scott. sets. That's it boggles my mind. I know. And the, 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 the common price would be between 25 and 50 which is still a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. For something that's going to take you 45 minutes to put together, and that's, you know. right. You know, and and did you tweet one out that was like close to $800? Yeah, that's yeah. the Star Wars, what's the big Falcon the Millennium
3: thing. Falcon. Yeah, and they can't keep those in stock. Wow. For adult, for uh, live
0: for with their parent nerd dudes oh. who come in and buy them.
3: Oh, no eight, offense. Eight, <laughs> Sean, I don't live with my parents.
0: <laughs> no, and you haven't for a very, very long time. No, uh, I hate that kid. $800 Lego set, though. I'm sure there is a guy who works for Lego. He's their vice president of special products or something like that. And he's right now working with the designers on one that costs twelve hundred dollars, yeah just to see well, if you can't get the if you can't keep the eight hundred dollars set in stock, you gotta go you gotta a, go higher right sure. It reminds me of wineries that'll have a couple of bottles that are just ridiculously expensive to see if anybody wants to spend that if you if you want to give me five thousand dollars for a bottle of wine, I'm taking it. Here's your wine right, and most of that <laughs> is so people know you spent that much money on all oh, of course, wine, yeah, which is you know its yeah. own thing, yeah, there's plenty of yummy wine that ain't that. The expensive. other thing that I always forget... And it because, makes you forget your problems. The other thing I always forget about the modern mall that didn't used to happen, but is a thing now, is people yelling at you like you're at a Mexican bazaar as you walk down the mall. Oh. The number of people that try to get your attention fairly aggressively. Yeah. Sir, sir, sir. Hey, sir, do you need a backup? Hey, sir. Oh, thanks a lot. Well, have a good day. F you, dude. F you, dude. I'm walking through the mall. I don't need to stop and acknowledge you. I didn't do something wrong. I'm with my kid. Leave me the blank alone. I hate that they do that at malls now. Yeah.
4: I said, hey, Esther.
0: I just think it's awful. Why would you call me Esther? I mean, I don't get the reference. (laughs) (laughs) I would say easily eight different people, maybe more, that uh, yelled at me walking through the mall trying to get me to stop and do something. Wow. With with tood. Wow. Not cool. And this is a nice upscale mall, too. Not cool. Take a shot at the thickness of their neck. I oh, yeah. am. you go by. So no, you neck. got the, little, the
4: little 10-inch neck. Your little neck. What size shirt do you wear? <laughs> what size shirts do you need out of I wear a size nine.
0: <laughs> it's an odd tag. <laughs> These are strange times. Strange um, and troubling times. Oh, the Democrats' uh, hired lawyer is doing his questioning now. I think everybody agrees on both sides. The Democrats' hired lawyer is way better than the Republicans' hired lawyer. Yeah, the Republican guy yesterday he was floundering. He couldn't string together a sentence. He couldn't figure out where he was going. you got to get rid of him. Uh, yeah. Washington is, is, is chin-deep in skilled attorneys. Yeah, D.C., yeah. come I, out. I agree. Pull him in the first inning if he's not impressive, and he wasn't. Yeah. There's got to be somebody better than that. He's ruined. Ruined. Jack, I need to tell you the story of the bravest cows in the world. Okay. Stay with us, won't you? And
1: Mark Halpern on politics. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?